just before I go, have you seen all this stuff with Tyson and, and Dylan White? What have you made of it? Good fight? Listen, listen, Tyson's, in my opinion, obviously, and people are going to sound biased, but Tyson's in the league of his absolute own in the heavyweights. Um, I know Dillian White very well. I speak to Dillian White all the time. Well, you get on with him, I know, yeah. Yeah, Dillian wasn't, people was going, he was being a racist towards the gypsy community. Never was he being a racist. Why? Why? Because he said gypsy coward? Because he said gypsy coward. Yeah, people, yeah, but listen, you get all these idiots jumping on the back, even a lot of travellers jumping on the back. Oh, he's a racist. What if I called him this? What? But it's not about that. Dillian's a good man. Dillian's a, Dillian just wants to get in, have a fight, earn a few quid. He's frustrated because he ain't got his shot. But personally, I don't reckon what he said, gypsy coward, is certainly not a racist. Oh, ridiculous. Listen, listen, you're just getting people now jumping on the bandwagon now because of everything else what's gone on. Like, obviously, at the moment now, you got all the, you, you see a lot of people now, they're like a little bit aggressive because people's going, oh, black lives matter. Because they matter. Every life matters. But you're getting all these white people now going, what about white lives? Do you know what I mean? And but now because it's he says, that. It's, people have got the wrong message about all this, but... Anyway. Well, this is this is what I'm saying. So I, I I think that obviously Tyson is a league of his own. Dillian White is a great fighter, world class fighter. But you know Tyson's just they don't get made like him, you know, mm. and, and for many 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 years. So obviously obviously I'm backing Tyson to beat Dillian. But I like Dillian. Dillian's a good man. I like him, and he's definitely not a racist. No, a hundred percent. It's ridiculous. Ben, do you like Listen, Dillian, Dillian's half? Do you know Dillian White's half gypsy? I do know something. I don't know about half gypsy, but he's there's some. Nah, gypsy. he's half gypsy. Yeah, and Jazora. And Jazora. Yeah. Fair play. They got the same godparents. Okay. Fair enough. here back on behind the gloves with another news update keeping you guys up to date with all things boxing now just some updates on the proposed tyson fury versus deontay wilder third fight is now being targeted for december 19th obviously as we know this year has been crazy in every way um and we just don't know when we'd get these fights made especially these big heavyweight fights which obviously needs uh, a live gate but this is the latest this is the article i've taken from sky sports they are targeting december 19th uh, with all locations all over the world still in the running uh, this is what brad jacobs has said the top rank executive we are focusing on december 19th and hoping that by then we are back to nearly normal situation uh, that may be a 50% capacity also following this uh, there was an offer 
to have this fight in a 45,000 seat stadium on Boxing Day in Australia so it could be televised in the US and UK on Christmas Day. Promoter Dean Lonergan, who pitched the idea to Fury's US promoters top rank, told Sky Sports, if you want to come to one of the safest places in the world and give yourself a guaranteed crowd, well, perhaps Australia is the place to be. And Brad and, uh, Jacobs, top rank's executive, did not rule out any different places that it could take place. So all places, all locations are still in play. They're going to have a look at every single one and then narrow them down to maybe like a last couple and take it from there. So let me know what you guys think of this update. Do you think we're going to see it? Do you think there's going to be another twist in the tail of this whole situation? Uh, Deontay Wilder is obviously still... Uh, kind of guaranteed a fight because he was the champion and he lost the title. He is guaranteed that rematch. Um, will all things go through? Will we have this fight by December? Let me know in the comment section. Make sure to subscribe to keep up to date with all the content. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And we also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play. So make sure you go ahead and download that. Bye, Fight fans. here back on behind the gloves with another news update keeping you guys up to date with all things boxing now just some updates on the proposed tyson fury versus deontay wilder third fight is now being targeted for december 19th obviously as we know this year has been crazy in every way um and we just don't know when we'd get these fights made especially these big heavyweight fights which obviously needs uh, a live gate but this is the latest this is the article i've taken from sky sports they are targeting december 19th uh, with all locations all over the world still in the running uh, this is what brad jacobs has said the top rank executive we are focusing on december 19th and hoping that by then we are back to nearly normal situation uh, that may be a 50% capacity also following this uh, there was an offer to have this fight in a 45,000 seat stadium on Boxing Day in Australia so it could be televised in the US and UK on Christmas Day. Promoter Dean, Dean Lonergan, who pitched the idea to Fury's US promoters top rank, told Sky Sports, if you want to come to one of the safest places in the world and give yourself a guaranteed crowd, well, perhaps Australia is the place to be. And Brad and, uh, Jacobs, top rank's executive, did not rule out any different places that it could take place. So all places, all locations are still in play. They're going to have a look at every single one and then narrow them down to maybe like a last couple and take it from there. So let me know what you guys think of this update. Do you think we're going to see it? Do you think there's going to be another twist in the tail of this whole situation? Uh, Deontay Wilder is obviously still... Uh, kind of guaranteed a fight because he was the champion and he lost the title. He is guaranteed that rematch. Um, will all things go through? Will we have this fight by December? Let me know in the comment section. Make sure to subscribe to keep up to date with all the content. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And we also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play. So make sure you go ahead and download that. Bye, Fight fans. This is Andy Crawl for Boxing Social in association with Betfred and I'm delighted to be joined by Jason Wellborn. Here his new surroundings now, Rich yeah. against Jim. Jason, first one, first and foremost, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. Um, That's good to hear. Now obviously as I mentioned, we have new surroundings. Talk to me about firstly this link up. 
it was obviously I've, I've known Rich for years all through boxing and obviously my last couple of fights the big fights have kept me there but like it was just like whether it's I think everybody needs a change now and again I needed a bit of a spark towards my camp obviously BCB obviously they've done a lot for me and I would still manager still my manager still working alongside Rich again sparring so we're more working together so there's no breakups or nothing it's just they know I need and I know I need more than anything to carry on my career a bit of a, a bit of a spark You've got young lads up here, fresh, this. So it's just giving me that bit of enjoying boxing and going back to basics. And I've picked up on a lot of things, what? Bad habits, bad habits, what I've been taking into these big fights. Yeah. So if I could, now these bring into the table, let's see what we've got to offer now. James, let's obviously get into the, the main reason behind me coming down to catch up with you today. Just had the announcement of the Felix Cash fight for the Commonwealth yeah. title on August 14th, I believe the date is. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how the deal came back, because obviously we did an interview a couple of weeks ago and you mentioned his name, but you never really said yeah. whereabouts that fight was if the talks had progressed and what have you. There was talks and obviously um, there was other fights, but obviously with the lockdown, it, obviously the arenas, this and that, and obviously the fight, what I had before that, uh, what's his name, I just said his name, that keep. Uh, Metcalf. Not Metcalf, the one who I was supposed to fight in Spain. Oh, uh, Leharaga. Look, yeah, it, it, was, it was him in um, the end of August. Obviously, the money are the best that they kind of fought, but obviously you need these fights and these names to progress on to bigger yeah. and better, which we know that. But we um, was and arguing about that one, I thought, well, I've got a bit more time, let the gyms open. and. But Phoenix Cash, I thought, you know what, it's, uh, I like working with Matchroom, I think, you know I mean, Frank, what, after the last show and this, but like, you I mean, Eddie, he's always put some good shows on, he, he, he's the man, I think, in the boxing, and um, Phoenix Cash, the name, the title, obviously I fell short in my last fight, the Commonwealth title, so, forget the money aside, that, that belt means more than anything, like, to bring that home to my wife and my family. And then we can look back then and we can see one step at a time what, what goes from there. But um, I'm I want the win and I'm going to do it for the time what I've got. Just under eight weeks, seven weeks now. I've been back in the gym a couple of weeks. So I'm going to put 110% in and get his work and me day in, day out. So this this is it now. So when did Eddie and Matchroom kind of first approach you and ask you if he was interested to face Felix? Um, it was about three weeks ago there was talks, it was just after we'd done that interview, I think okay. it was, we'd done the interview on the Monday, yeah. it was like kind of talks on the Friday, that yeah. weekend, yeah. and I had time to think about it, and I thought, well, that fight makes sense, at least it's, it's, lo it's local-ish, yeah, you got to travel to Spain, and yeah. so I made the decision, and I said, right, this is it, obviously, my well-born grab oil limited, we've got another driver on board now, and I can ease back off that. The lads, I've got two good drivers that can take the stress off me now. My wife plays a big part in the business, so I'm in a good position now. When I look back and I think what I have done in the boxing and how I have done it, when I've had to get to work and thanks to Dean Hitchcock from Dane Construction, the last few years of my career, he gave me the time off, he sponsored me as full-time pro. So if it were for these people to get me where I get now, and obviously this fight, it ain't just, it's thanking everything and a good, as long as I put a good fight on, which I know I will, I always do, and when my head's right, good performance and then that's it, and I want to show what we've still got in the tank. Talk to me about Felix, Jace, you know, what, what have you seen on him, how many of his fights previously have you watched? Um, I never heard of him really, I never heard much of him, it was like when I won the British, popped up on an interview and someone tagged me in about, yeah, we, we'd like Jason Marlborn for the British, but obviously we was tied into a rematch uh, with Tommy Langford. 
So that was when I first seen him. Then I watched a couple of his fights when we had a bear. Watch that. Um, Colour, yeah, watch that. And to be honest, yeah, he, he put it on Phoenix. Phoenix come out strong. He comes out strong. He's game. He's a travel. He's a travelling lad. That they've got it in him, like you know what I mean. They're born and bred for it. They like a scrap. I'm very much similar. So our stars will clash. I mean, when he comes forward, I ain't gonna be a colour what backs off and tries to use my jab. I'm gonna be there with him. So he might stick to his boxing a little bit more. But um, he's a forward fighter. He's a good thinker. He's you know I mean, he ain't got where he's got, well, he's got, he's doing something right. He's got a good promoter at the back on him and getting the right fights. Whether they think Jay's on the slide now, we'll get him, he's a good name. We've been there before with Marcus Morrison, and then we popped up on the interview and he was saying on his last interview he wants to put a wrong right. Yeah. He got nothing right that night, so there's nothing what he could ever put right. So he was talking like a Phoenix Cash, but Phoenix Cash is in a better position, he's got a right to fight me. Marcus Morrison, I wouldn't give him the time of day to fight me unless it was for like a Commonwealth. So he's got to do, he'd have to beat the likes of Phoenix Cash and work his way up because Phoenix Cash is a name and he's got something at the minute. So that's why we've took the fight. So it's one step at a time, but it, I know I'm in for an hard fight. I know I'm in for an hard fight. He's game, he's on his own turf. He's, he ain't got a crowd the back on him. So it's. There's ins and outs and everything, but I've just got to think of what I've got to do, not what he's doing. He's going to be training hard, he's fit, he might have had a longer camp than me. Um, you know what I mean? So, he's, in his way, he's got, he thinks he's got an advantage, but I've got the experience, I've been in there with some big names, and I've been the distance. When it gets hard, the six or seven rounds, same as Morrison, and I want to find a way out. I ain't got the brain to find a way out, you've got to knock me out, or if I give up of it with low blows and I lose my head, that's what I've got to not do, and that's what Richie and that will bring to the table, get back to my boxing. If they do come low and they do that, we go back to the drawing board, we take the count and we go from there. It's just me losing my head, I can't take that into the ring because that's how I lost my world title fight. I was doing well until I lost my head, same as Matt I lost my head a little bit when we started hitting low. So, it's a learning curve, but I've learnt the hard way now, and I call out these slip-ups. I've just got to go in that ring and listen. I've got to listen to people and watching me, not just see red and go for the kill. You've mentioned it a few, no, in a few interviews since you fought for the world title. So you know the fact that you need to stay cool a lot more. You can't yeah. afford to lose your head. What do you think it is that you've allowed that to happen in? Mm. The world title fight with Jared Heard and then with JJ Metcalf. What do you think you haven't been able to keep yourself? A bit more calm and collected. I don't know. Look, obviously in the Jared Heard fight, it was I was I was on him, yeah. and obviously I didn't. And obviously at that level, they see an opening. I've got yeah. Whether he tapped me low, he squared me up, and it all through camp. Keep side on, keep side on. Logs had up a I swung that after, and I fell straight onto it. It was a shot. Whether whether I lost my head or what, it was a shot. And at that level, they picked the shots. They let you away. Whether he was he was, he was timing them nice, and he said the opening, and he won. Fair enough, and in the stage you got to, they've said to me you've got to get up on eight, ready to fight, not like you can get up at ten and carry on. That was after the fight, they were saying, we did tell you in the change rooms, you've got to be up on eight, ready to fight. But, cut a long story short, I've put that past me there, but with a Mac off, it, that just got nasty, just like the low blows when he put me up the rope and hit me with bang, 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 six shots low, and I thought, and I think after that then I just, in the back of my head I thought, you know what, I don't want to give him a good fight. Like, I went out for the kill and he caught me and I just thought, basically I thought to myself, fuck it, you know what I mean? 
I'm getting paid no matter what. Why should I put a good fight on? Why should I do another few rounds? But I don't want to go out on that man mentality. It's a bit like I said to you last time. It's a shame because yeah. I've had good fights. I've been in interesting fights. And I've fought better names than Matt Carf and you know what I mean? Whether it was the weight, I felt a bit... Um, I got a bit frustrated, my hand went in the left. I forgot about that. Yeah. Second round, my, uh, my hand went. So obviously, that took me out of my game plan as well. I will use my jab. So, them fights, from this position where I am now, I've put them fights past me. No disrespect, like Jared, uh, it's boxing, it's a business. I wish them all the best in their careers. But I've got a, my, number one now, my career, I've moved camps. I've got a good team around me. Whether we can do something, we match them after this one. Uh, but all we've got to concentrate on now is Phoenix Cash, and we've got like six, what, seven weeks to concentrate on just Phoenix Cash, nothing else, just, just him. You mentioned briefly you know, a couple of questions ago that you can see Felix coming and he will trade with you at points in the fight, but he has the ability to, to box a bit more. But how do you expect the fight in your own mind to play out? You know what? I'll adapt and I'll, I think I think he'll he'll come out and he'll be look he'll be looking. He'll be looking for the shot and he'll he'll be he'll be sussing what I'm gonna be doing. But obviously I ain't gonna let too much into it what I'm gonna be doing, but at this level you adapt, whatever he brings to the table, at this level, you have to adapt. Things might go wrong in this fight, and he's got to adapt. So, at the end of the day, I know what I'm best at, and everybody else knows what I'm best at, but it's just putting it to the table and doing it on the night. Like, we can all say what we're going to do here, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We could be fit as anything. He could be 100 times fitter than me. I could hit him in the first round if he'd gone. So, boxing's unpredictable, you, you just don't know. But as long as we're both, we're both fit and we're going to put a good shower, that's the main thing. How do you think you'll cope with boxing behind closed doors and if you obviously know, no fans there, don't know what's going to happen with commentators, if the commentators are ringside you'll obviously be able to hear them you'd imagine unless there's crowd noise being put in for speakers. How do you think you'll adapt to that because we know how much of a, a fan base you have and how much they can help kind of re-energise you when you are fighting? Yeah, I, I just think as a fighter point of view, it don't matter if we was in here and there was no one here and it was just a screen up in the corner. When that when that person's in front of you and you, you get that fight mentality in you, as long as that bell goes and you meet someone hits you, you've got to fight. And that's that's just in me generally, whether it's in the ring. If someone hits you, you, you fight. And at the end of the day, mentally, I've got a lot of things, what's gone in my life, what I'm doing this boxing for. Obviously, my mum, my family, these, these things get to me in that ring and that's what brings out that best in me when it does get hard. So I think that, that'll help me a lot and it did within the Langford fights and like, you know what I mean, them, them little things when you go back to the ninth round, my perverted my head, I'm in the ninth round and I thought, oh, and Errol, Errol said to me, and it was just little things like, this is, this is for my mum when she took my boxing, these and the things what get you through, yeah. through this, like, through the camps. Camps are hard enough, the fight, the fight can be, sometimes be the easiest part. It's like days like the sessions what I've just had with Richie and you're tired and you're dieting. You've got to get through it and you're hard spars. So on the night of the fight, I'll adapt it, okay, if it's just the, my corner, my team in the corner and look, Eddie and his mansion, I'm just coming there to just do what I've got to do yeah. and that's it. Jase, just a couple of notes trying to touch on uh, before I let you go. Obviously you mentioned earlier on the Carmen Lejarada fight out in Spain. 
How far along did, did Bad get when obviously Kerman stopped Frankie Gavin and then he lost to David Avenisian for the European title? How far along did your talks get? It come on this year, we was matched up to fight, I think, I think it was June the 6th. And uh, I had one at Dudley Town all as a warm-up, but we didn't announce this one in Spain, but this was in the talks and I think it was for a WBC Intercontinental. But we wanted it at middle, like I says then, if I'm coming back to the boxing, we joined up with Richard, I said, if I do it, I'm doing middle. I want to do my weight right and I want to be strong because that's my key. And um, that was the fight. And even then, the talks and close to the fight, they wanted to do a catch weight at like 11 2. And I thought, Phew. so the Phoenix cash fight, it, just, it made sense. So I'm glad this one has come off, it's worked out better. And obviously, another name that you mentioned earlier, Marcus Morrison. Marcus, you know, you put the list out, you wanted to face either yourself, uh, Brian Rose, and Got on the third name, but there's obviously three of you that he'd mentioned. Felix Cash. Felix Cash, yeah. sorry, yeah, Felix yourself and then uh, Brian Rose. For you yourself, what do you think the likelihood is that you may well face Marcus again? I know you're victorious in the first bout. Yeah. Do you have any interest in revisiting it? It's right, I'd do it tomorrow, but it'd it have, it have to make sense. We'd have to, like, I'd sit there and after, like, now, if they offered me that now, I'd be like, hey, dude. Go on and pay me the money and I'll do it because it's got to be a woofer camp, you know what I mean? But the Phoenix cash, the summit on the line, Marks Morrison's got the, the WBC, what I bet, well, I went in before. So, you know what I mean? We'll see, you know what I mean? There's always talks. I'd fight him tomorrow, like, you know what I mean? That, that ain't a problem, and he knows that. You know I mean? He obviously wants revenge, you know what I mean? But not being, for, I had six weeks training camp last time down the Macview, um, Macklin's, sorry, yeah. or was trying, so I only had six weeks, it was my first one at middle, so I was testing the, testing the waters. But uh, by all means now, with my, with my experience and everything now, Marcus Morrison, he's, he ain't in my sights, you know, I want a name. So Phoenix Cash, he's got something what I want. A European, you know what I mean? That's the, I want to, like, a European would be nice. Another world title shot, who knows, you know what I mean? I've mixed it up there before. Something what I had been for before, like, yeah. but um, I ain't looking past Phoenix Cash first, forget about Marcus Morrison. If we fought, if I lost, and it was worst scenario, you know, but he's looking at them names thinking, Brian Rose, he's retired. He's come out of retirement, he'd probably beat Mark, Brian Rose. Brian Rose lost to Jack, when was the last fight when I fought Marcus Morrison? Yeah. He lost to Jack uh, Yeah, yeah, Brian Rose, I think he's, he's you know I mean, he's, he's got his gym, he's got other things going, you know I mean? Uh, Brian Rose had a betting back in the day, you know what I mean? But um, I've been in with Marcus Morrison, and I'll tell you straight, he ain't going nowhere, and I'll tell you, I'll tell him now to his face. Like, no, he's a nice kid, he's got a lovely family and this and that, but he's got no art, and it showed that night, and after that fight, he's been found out again and again, and it only knocked the stuffing out of him. He's training with the big names in the gym, so obviously they've pumped into him like he's a big this. He's going to be the next world champion, to hear him talk, and then where's he gone? He's boxing back four rounders, but I wish him all the best in the crew. But don't bring my name into it when he take off talking about it. Like that's that's from my point. Like you know what I mean? Well, Jason, we will leave that there now, and I will leave you to kind of go and have a shower and crack yeah. on with the rest of your day. Uh, before I let you go, what would you like to say to everyone who tunes in to watch our interview? I just want to say uh, keep up to date with the uh, training and everything and the fight, and hopefully bring that uh, Commonwealth back to the black country. I want to thank Richie Gent for obviously pushing me through all my training for this camp. BCB, um, obviously Dane Ways Construction, and um, obviously all the lads back at Wellborn grab by obviously been busy and then now that I've got to push it aside now to do my training camp and do a job. So I see, thank you. Jason, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you for your time as always. Thank and you. Thanks for being Cheers. Cheers, man. <laughs>
This is Andy Crawl for Boxing Social in association with Betfred and I'm delighted to be joined by Jason Wellborn. Here his new surroundings now, Rich yeah. against Jim. Jason, first one, first and foremost, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. So that's good to hear. Now obviously as I mentioned we have new surroundings, talking about firstly this link up. It was obviously I've knew Rich for years all through boxing and obviously my last couple of fights. The big fights have kept me there, but like it was just like whether it's, I think everybody needs a change now and again. I needed a bit of spark towards my camp. Obviously, BCB, obviously, they've done a lot for me. And I would still manager, still yeah. my manager, still working alongside Richard Gaines, sparring. So we're more working together. So there's no breakups or nothing. It's just they know I need and I know I need more than anything to carry on my career. A bit of a, a bit of a spark. You've got young lads up here, fresh. This, so it's just giving me that bit of enjoying boxing and going back to basics. And I've picked up on a lot of things. What. Bad happy, bad happy to what I've been taking into these big fights. So if I could, now these bring into the table, let's see what we've got to offer now. Jazz, let's obviously get into the, the main reason behind me coming down to catch up with you today. Just had the announcement of the Felix Cash fight for the Commonwealth yeah. title on August 14th, I believe the date is. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how the deal came back, because obviously we did an interview a couple of weeks ago and you mentioned his name, but you never really said yeah. whereabouts that fight was if the talks had progressed and what have you. There was talks and obviously um, there was other fights, but obviously with the lockdown, it, obviously the arenas, this and that, and obviously the fight, what I had before that, uh, what's his name, I just said his name, that keep. Uh, Metcalf. Not Metcalf, the one who I suppose fought in Spain. Oh, uh, Le Haraga. Look, yeah, it, it, was, it was him in um, the end of August. Obviously, the money are the best that they kind of fought, but obviously you need these fights and these names to progress on to bigger yeah. and better, which we know that. But um, we was humming and hawing about that one. I thought, well, I've got a bit more time, let the gyms open. And... But Phoenix Cash, I thought, you know what? It's, uh, I like working with Matchroom. I think, you mean, Frank, what? after the last show and this. But like, you mean, Eddie, he's always put some good shows on. He, he's the man, I think, in the boxing. And um, Phoenix Cash, the name, the title. Obviously, I fell short in my last fight, the Commonwealth yeah. title. So. Forget the money aside, that, that belt means more than anything like to bring that home to my wife and my family. And then we can look back then and we can see one step at a time what, what goes from there. But um, I'm I want the win and I'm going to do what, for the time what I've got, just under eight weeks, seven weeks now, I've been back in the gym a couple of weeks, so I'm going to put 110% in and get his work with me day in, day out. So this, this is it now. So when did Eddie and Matchroom kind of first approach you and ask you if he was interested to face Felix? Um, it was about three weeks ago there was talks, it was just after we'd done that interview, I think okay. it was, we'd done the interview on the Monday, yeah. it was like kind of talks on the Friday, that yeah. weekend, yeah. and I had time to think about it, and I thought, well, that fight makes sense, Lisa. It's, it's local, it's localish, yeah, you got to travel to Spain, and yeah. so I made the decision, and I said, right, this is it, obviously, my well-born grab oil limited, we've got another driver on board now, and I can ease back off that. The lads, I've got two good drivers that can take the stress off me now. My wife plays a big part in the business, so I'm in a good position now. When I look back and I think what I have done in the boxing and how I have done it, when I've had to get to work and thanks to Dean Hitchcock from Dane Construction, the last few years of my career, he gave me the time off, he sponsored me as full-time pro. So if it were for these people to get me where I'll get now, and obviously this fight, it ain't just, it's thanking everything and Put a good, as long as I put a good fight on, which I know I will, I always do, and with my head's right, good performance and then that's it, and I want to show what we've still got in the tank. 
Talk to me about Felix, Jace. You know, what, what have you seen on him? How many of his faults previously have you watched? Um, I never heard of him really. I never made much of him. It was like when I won the British, popped up on an interview and someone tagged me in about, yeah, we, we'd like Jason Marbum for the British, but obviously we was tied into a rematch uh, with Tommy Langford. So that was when I first seen him. Then I watched a couple of his fights when we heard about it. I watched that um, Cullen. 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 Yeah, I watched that. And to be honest with yeah, you, he put it on Phoenix. Phoenix come out strong, he comes out strong, he's game. He's a travel. He's a travelling lad. That, they've got it in them, like you know what I mean. They're born and bred for it. They like a scrap. I'm very much similar. So our stars will clash. I mean, when he comes forward, I ain't gonna be a Cullen what backs off and tries to use my jab. I'm gonna be there with him. So he might stick to his boxing a little bit more. But um, he's a forward fighter. He's a good thinker. He, he's, you know what I mean. He ain't got where he's got. Well, he's got. He's doing something right. He's got a good promoter the back on him. And getting the right fights, whether they think Jay's on the slide now, we'll get him, he's a good name. We've been there before with Marcus Morrison, and we popped up on the interview, and he was saying on his last interview he wants to put a rung right. Yeah. He got nothing right that night, so there's nothing what he could ever put right. So he was talking like a Phoenix Cash, but Phoenix Cash in a better position, he's got a right to fight me. Marcus Morrison, I wouldn't give him the time of day to fight me unless it was for like a Commonwealth. So he's got to do, he'd have to beat the likes of Phoenix Cash and work his way up because. Phoenix Cash is a name and he's got something at the minute. So that's why we've took the fight. So it's one step at a time, but it, I know I'm in for an hard fight. I know I'm in for an hard fight. He's game, he's on his own turf. He's, he ain't got a crowd the back on him. So it's, there's ins and outs and everything, but I've just got to think of what I've got to do, not what he's doing. He's going to be training hard, he's fit. He might have had a longer camp than me. Um, you know what I mean? So he's. In his way, he's got, he thinks he's got an advantage, but I've got the experience, I've been in there with some big names, and I've been the distance. When it gets hard, the six or seven rounds, same as Morrison, and I want to find a way out. I ain't got the brain to find a way out, you've got to knock me out, or if I give up all of it with low blows and I lose my head, that's what I've got to not do, and that's what Richie and that will bring to the table, get back to my boxing. If they do come low and they do that, we go back to the drawing board, we take the count, and. We go from there, it's just me losing my head, I can't take that into the ring because that's how I lost my world title fight. I was doing well until I lost my head, same as Makoff, I lost my head a little bit when I started hitting low. So, it's a learning curve but I've learned the hard way now and I call out these slip ups. I've just got to go in that ring and listen, I've got to listen to people that are watching me, not just see red and go for the kill. You've mentioned it a few, no, a few interviews since you fought for the world titles to me, you know, the fact that you need to stay cool a lot more, you can't yeah. afford to lose your head. What do you think it is that you've allowed that to happen in yeah. the world title fight with Jared Hurd and then with JJ Metcalf? What do you think you haven't been able to keep yourself a bit more calm and collected? I don't know, look, obviously in the Jared Hurd fight, it was, I was, I was on him. And obviously, I didn't. And obviously, at that level, they see an opening. I've got you. Whether he tapped me low, he squared me up, and it all through camp, keep side on, keep side on, logs had up. I swung that stuff, and I fell straight onto it. It was a shot. Whether whether I lost my head or what, it was a shot. And at that level, they picked the shots. They let you away. Whether he was he was, he was timing them nice, and he, he said the opening, and he won. Fair enough. And in the stage, you got it. They've said to me, you got to get up on eight, ready to fight. No, like you can get up at ten and carry on. That was after the fight, they were saying, we did tell you in the change rooms, you've got to be up on eight ready to fight. But 
cut a long story short, I've put that past me now, but with a Makoff, that just got nasty. It just like the low blows when he put me up the rope and hit me with bang, 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 six shots low. And I thought, <laughs> and I think after that then, I just, in the back of my head, I thought, you know what? I don't want to give him a good fight. Like, I went out for the kill and he caught me. And I just thought, basically I thought to myself, fuck it, you know what I mean? I'm getting paid no matter what. Why should I put a good fight on? Why should I do another few rounds? But I don't want to go out on that mentality. It's a bit like I said to you last time. It's a shame because yeah. I've had good fights. I've been in interesting fights. And I've fought better names than Macarth and you know what I mean? Whether it was the weight, I felt a bit, um, I got a bit frustrated, my hand went in the left. I forgot about that. Yeah. Second round, my, uh, my hand went. So obviously that took me out of my game plan as well. I will use my jab. So them fights from this position where I am now, put them fights past me. No disrespect, Lord Jared, uh, it's boxing, it's a business. I wish them all the best in their careers. But I've got a my, number one now in my career, I've moved camps. I've got a good team around me. Whether we can do something with match room after this one, uh, but all we've got to concentrate on now is Phoenix Cash and we've got like six, what, seven weeks to concentrate on just Phoenix Cash, nothing else, just, just him. You mentioned briefly, you know, a couple of questions ago, that you can see Felix coming and he will try with you at points in the fight, but he has the ability to, to box a bit more. But how do you expect the fight in your own mind to play out? You know what? I'll adapt and I'll, I think I think he'll he'll come out and he'll be look he'll be looking. He'll be looking for the shot and he'll he'll be he'll be sussing what I'm gonna be doing. But obviously I'm gonna let too much into it what I'm gonna be doing, but at this level you adapt, whatever he brings to the table, at this level, you have to adapt. Things might go wrong in this fight, and he's got to adapt. So, at the end of the day, I know what I'm best at, and everybody else knows what I'm best at, but it's just putting it to the table and doing it on the night. Like, we can all say what we're going to do here, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We could be fit as anything. It could be 100 times fitter than me. I could hit him in the first round if he'd gone. So, boxing's unpredictable, you, you just don't know. But as long as we're both, we're both fit and we're going to put a good shower, that's the main thing. How do you think you'll cope with boxing behind closed doors and if you obviously know no fans there, don't know what's going to happen with commentators, if the commentators will be ringside you'll obviously be able to hear them you'd imagine unless there's crowd noise being put in for speakers. How do you think you'll adapt to that because we know how much of a, a fan base you have and how much they can help kind of re-energise you when you are fighting? Yeah, I, I just think as a fighter point of view, it don't matter if we was in here and there was no one here and it was just a screen up in the corner. When that when that person's in front of you and you, you get that fight mentality in you, as long as that bell goes and you meet someone hits you, you've got to fight. And that's that's just in me generally, whether it's in the ring. If someone hits you, you, you fight. And at the end of the day, mentally, I've got a lot of things, what's gone in my life, what I'm doing this boxing for. Obviously, my mum, my family, these, these things get to me in that ring and that's what brings out that best in me when it does get hard. So I think that, that'll help me a lot. And it did within the Langford fights and like, you know what I mean? Them, them little things when you go back to the ninth round, my head, perverted my head, I'm in the ninth round and I thought, oh, and Errol, Errol said to me, and it was just little things like, this is, this is for my mum when she took my boxing. These and the things will get you through, mm. through this, like through the camps. Camps are hard enough. The fight, the fight can be, sometimes be the easiest part. It's like days like the sessions what I've just had with Richard, and you're tired and you're dieting. You've got to get through it, and you're hard spars. So, on the night of the fight, I'll adapt. It okay if there's 
just the, my corner, my team in the corner, and look, Eddie and his man shot. I don't, I'm just coming there to just do what I gotta do, yeah. and that's it. Jase, just a couple of things I to touch on uh, before I let you go. Obviously, you mentioned earlier on the Kerman Le Harada fight out in Spain. How far along did, did that get when obviously Kerman stopped Frankie Gavin and then he lost to David Avenisian for the European title? How far along did your talks get? It come on this year, we was matched up to fight, I think, I think it was June the 6th. And uh, I had one at Dudley Town all as a warm up, but we didn't announce this one in Spain, but this was in the talks, and I think it was for a WBC in the Continental. But we wanted it at middle. So I says then, if I'm coming back to the boxing, we joined up with Richard, I said, if I do it, I'm doing middle, I'm going to do my white right and I want to be strong because that's my key. And um, that was the fight. And even then, the talks and close to the fight, they wanted to do a catch weight at like 11 2. And I thought, Phew. so the Phoenix cash fight, it, just, it made sense. So I'm glad this one has come off, it's worked out better. And obviously, another name that you mentioned earlier, Marcus Morrison. Marcus, you know, you put the list out, you wanted to face either yourself, uh, Brian Rose, and I forgot on the third name, but there was obviously three of you that he'd mentioned. Felix Cash. Felix Cash, yeah, sorry, yeah Felix yourself, and then uh, Brian Rose. For you yourself, what do you think the likelihood is that you may well face Marcus again? I know you're victorious in the first bout. Yeah. Do you have any interest in revisiting it? Well, I'd do it tomorrow, but it'd it have to, it to make sense. We'd have to, like, I'd sit there and after, like, now, if they offered me that now, I'd be like, hey, do Go on then, pay me the money then and I'll do it because it's got to be a woofer camp, you know what I mean? But the Phoenix cash, the summit on the line, Marks Morrison's got the, the WBC, what I bet, well, I went in before. So, you know what I mean? We'll see, you know what I mean? There's always talks. I'd fight him tomorrow, like, you know what I mean? That, that ain't a problem, and he knows that. You know I mean? He obviously wants revenge, you know what I mean? But not being, I had six weeks training camp last time down the um, Macview, Macklin's, sorry, yeah. or was training. So I only had six weeks, it was my first one at middle. So I was testing the, testing the waters, but uh, by all means now, with my experience and everything now, Marcus Morrison, he's, he ain't in my sights, you know what I mean, I want a name. So Phoenix Cash, he's got something what I want. A European, you know what I mean, that's the, I want to, like, a European would be nice. Another world title shot, who knows, you know what I mean, I've mixed it up there before. Something what I had been for before, like, yeah. but um, I ain't looking past Phoenix Cash first, forget about Marcus Morrison. If we fought, if I lost, and it was worst scenario, in my book, he's looking at them names, thinking Brian Rose. He's retired. He's come out to retire. He'd probably beat Mark, Brian Rose. Brian Rose lost to Jack. When was the last fight when I fought Marks Morrison? Yeah. He lost to. Jack uh, yeah, yeah. Brian Rose. I think he's. He's. You mean he's. He's got his gym. He's got other things going. You mean. Uh, Brian Rose had a betting back in the day, you know what I mean? But um, I've been in with Marcus Morrison, and I'll tell you straight, he ain't going nowhere, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell him now to his face. Like, not, he's a nice kid, he's got a lovely family and this and that, but he's got no heart, and it showed that night, and after that fight, he's been found out again and again, and it's only not the stuffing out of him. He's training with the big names in the gym, so obviously they've pumped into him like he's a big this. He's gonna be the next world champion, to hear him talk, and then where's he gone? He's boxing back for four rounders. But I wish him all the best in the crew, but don't bring my name into it when he tight wolf talking about it. Like that's that's my, from my point, like, you know what I mean? Well, Jason, we will leave that there now, and I will leave you to kind of go and have a shower and crack yeah. on with the rest of your day. Uh, before I leave you go, what would you like to say to everyone who tunes in to watch our interview? I just want to say, uh, keep up to date with the uh, training and everything and the fight, and hopefully bring that uh, Commonwealth back to the Black Country. I want to thank Richard Gent for obviously pushing me through all my training for this camp. BCB, um, obviously Dane Ways Construction, 
And um, obviously, all the lads back at Wellborn go by. Obviously, been busy, and then now that I've got to push it aside now to do my training camp and do a job. So, I see. Thank you. Jason, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you for your time as always. Thank and you. Thanks for being here back on behind the gloves with another news update keeping you guys up to date with all things boxing now some breaking news coming out of the lightweight division eddie hearn has just posted this picture on instagram of luke campbell and ryan garcia and this is what it says with fortuna pulling out of the luke campbell fight we have just been notified that the wbc have ordered campbell versus ryan garcia great fight the zone golden boy we obviously know that luke campbell was meant to be fighting uh, Javier Fortuna and then everything kicked off obviously with, with the whole world going into lockdown um, and now apparently he's obviously pulled out there's talks of him fighting uh, Linares and obviously Linares was meant to fight Ryan Garcia everything's going all over the place but apparently the WBC have ordered this fight it'd be a brilliant matchup and a brilliant fight if it actually happened but would it happen do you think anything can get in the way of this money pride asking for a certain amount of things I don't know I, I just, I, I hope it happens. It's a great matchup, but I have my doubts as a fan. I'm sure you guys do too. Let me know in the comment section. And mainly, the real question is, who do you think will win this fight? Let me know in the comment section below, and I'll catch you guys soon. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And we also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play. So make sure you go ahead and download that. Bye, Fight fans.